you for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning, as we're continuing through the Bible, we're going to begin looking at the book of Isaiah by looking at Isaiah chapter number 3. Isaiah is an, an interesting book. It is one of the longest books of prophecy in Scripture, and it's filled with a lot of a lot of images of destruction and judgment because of Israel's sin. He predicts and prophesies about the invasion of Assyria, the invasion of Babylon, and taking away captive. He tells how long they're going to be taken into captivity from Babylon before they'll be able to return. He predicts the destruction of the temple. And so his book is filled with a lot of really terrible and, and scary prophecies, but it's also filled with a lot of hope. Uh, the book of Isaiah has the most prophecies about the Messiah, talking about the coming of Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins. He tells about when he's going to come, where he's going to come, how he's going to die, what his death and burial and resurrection is going to do for us. So while it has a lot of images of destruction and death and judgment, there's a lot of hope in the book of Isaiah. And he, he prophesied, he began his ministry under King Uzziah of Judah, but he prophesied to both Judah and Israel, the northern and the southern kingdom. He lived in Judah, in Jerusalem as a matter of fact, but he prophesied to kings of both nations to warn them about the coming judgment of God if they refused to repent of their sin. As a matter of fact, he talked about the invasion of Assyria in the northern kingdom 30 years before it occurred and talked about the, uh, the invasion of Judah and the destruction of Jerusalem by the Assyrians 60 years before it happened. And so he's, he's warning them that if they don't change, if they don't repent, if they don't get right with God, then God's going to send judgment to them. But even after the judgment comes, and even after he says that the judgment is going to come, he still offers hope, saying, hey, yeah, God's going to judge you, but God's not going to forget you. God's going to redeem you and reconcile you with God the Father. God's going to send the Messiah to die for the sins of man and save the world. But one of the main issues was their sin. And he, he really talks about it in chapter 3. Look at verse number 8. For Jerusalem is ruined, and Judah is fallen, because their tongue and their doings are against the Lord, to provoke the eyes of his glory. The show of their countenance doth witness against them, and they declare their sin as Sodom. They hide it not. Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded, rewarded evil unto themselves. So Isaiah, he, he right there says... The biggest problem God has with them is not just their sin, but the fact that they know they're sinning and they don't care. He says they've, they've sinned against God with their tongues, with their actions, and with their attitudes. And a lot of times we understand our, our actions can sin against God, that the things we do can violate God's glory or violate God's holiness and be a sin against Him. We also know that it's the things we say, but sometimes we don't realize that what we say is a violation of God's word or violation of God's law, but also their countenance. They were proud of how they were living. They were proud of their sin. They were proud of how they treated people. One of the main issues that Isaiah had with them and that God had with them was that the, the rich and the the rulers of Israel were taking advantage of the poor. They were taxing them or enslaving them for their own benefit. They were ignoring the, 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 the plight of the poor and the homeless and the sick and the downtrodden. 
The immigrant, he even talks about how when the immigrant came into the land, they didn't care about them. And it wasn't just that they were openly sinning or they had this vile sexual sin or they were just blaspheming God. It's They had an attitude that they didn't care about anybody else. They only cared about themselves. They ignored the hurt of everyone around them. They hurt other people to benefit themselves. And so we, we need to be careful about our actions sinning against God. And you know, sometimes when we sin against God, we, we know it's a sin and we, we feel that conviction, we repent. Other times we're doing things against God that we don't care if God sees it or not because we're fine, Everybody, nobody else sees it, we think we're getting away with it. Or the way we talk to people, the way we, we use our words to hurt people is a sin against God. But mainly the way we feel about people. Our attitude towards those who aren't, we don't view as good as us. Now, that's a terrible view. Nobody in this earth is better than anybody else. You know, we, we look at people who are suffering with, maybe they're, they're homeless or they're suffering with drug addiction or they're, they're caught into prostitution because of, of other sins in their life. And it's very easy for us who don't struggle with those to look down on them and say, man, I would never do that. I'm better than that. And we are all just a few bad decisions away from being exactly where those people are. So we're not to look down on them or, or ignore their problems. It is our job as God's children to, to understand we could be there just as easily as they could. And it's our job to, to do whatever we can to help them, to encourage them, to help get the gospel to them because that's the only thing that's gonna help them. Doesn't matter what people's uh, race or religion or even sexual preference are. We are no better than them. It is our job to sh to have compassion on them, to love them, to show the love of God to them, so that they can experience the same saving grace that we have, and the power of God in their life can redeem them and help them overcome the issues that they've been struggling with, the sins that they're struggling with. Because yes, what they're doing is sin, but our attitude towards them is a sin as well. And God hates our sin just as much as their sin. I might say he's a little bit, he hates a little bit worse because we know better. We've received better. We have, have a better Holy Spirit living inside of us. So because the Spirit of God lives in us, we should have the love of God. We should have the mercy of God. We should be willing to show the grace of God that we've received so others can have the saving power of God in their life as well. Thanks so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. Be sure to join us back here tomorrow as we continue through the Bible and the book of Isaiah. Have a blessed day.